Florida Rumbler, Viva Fry. Hey, thank you so much for coming on the show. What was your reaction seeing this ruling? Well, it's about damn time was my uh, initial reaction because like, I've been following this from the very beginning. The federal courts in Canada, it's not that they haven't been reliable. They've been reliably bad as relates to protecting charter rights. Uh, you know, the federal courts declared these government designated quarantine facilities totally lawful, not violative of charter rights. So this is a refreshing uh, white pill of the week that you have at least one judge with the courage, sorry, to stand up to the political pressures um, and issue this ruling because the, the context is a little bit complex. There was a public uh, commission to investigate into the circumstances surrounding the invocation of the Emergencies Act. That was a political process where this guy named Commissioner Rouleau concluded that Justin Trudeau was justified in invoking the act. And I said, when that happened, there's going to be no federal court that's going to override that sort of extrajudicial decision. But this judge said, yeah, look, that, that's a political process. This is a judicial one. I've heard the evidence. I'm, I'm susceptible of being overturned on appeal. There's judicial oversight for my decision. And I am differing respectfully from uh, Commissioner Rouleau, who said Trudeau did nothing wrong. Wow. So do you think the victims of this edict back then are actually going to get some justice? People whose bank accounts were drained, you know, people who were brutalized by police? Uh, no. <laughs> let me, let me, I'll, we'll attenuate the white pill. No. For the time being, uh, you know, there's the question as to whether or not this is going to have an impact on the ongoing criminal and I'll say persecutions because I don't believe that there's, these are legitimate prosecutions. Uh, but there will there'll be no meaningful redress at an individual level. In my humble estimation, you know, I wouldn't expect uh, the government to pay millions of dollars to the people who are currently detained in pretrial detention on charges of, you know, if you go to the Coots, the Coots men in Coots, Alberta, they're in uh, pretrial detention on charges of uh, conspiracy to commit homicide. Uh, other people, Tamara Leach, Chris Barber, Pat King, uh, and a number of other protesters who were detained in pretrial detention on mischief charges, uh, they're not going to get redress. The only solution here is going to be the political one and the political ramifications of what this federal court justice has just ruled. They're going to be massive. But uh, if, if I'm in, if I'm any one of the individuals who was brutalized, uh, had my bank account frozen uh, in the context of the violent suppression of that protest, I'm not holding my breath for any meaningful uh, individual redress. We can end it there, I think. Canada's looking more like a scary place to live these days. Yikes. So do you think Trudeau will be punished for overstepping the highest law in the land? There will be no punishments. What are you doing? You're exquisitely annoying. Exquisitely annoying. Hold on. Get him up here. Dog barks. He wants in. He wants out. He wants to scratch me. You don't want to bite my face. Yeah, kiss me. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, I'm not going to play the entire interview. Uh, because I think it might be boring for those who have already heard it. I, I, this is my dilemma. A number of other people, when they do their live streams, they have like the trickle-in period where they have a countdown and it goes like five minutes. So people in the chat are chatting while there's the five-minute countdown. I find that to be too long and boring. But then jumping right into the stream, people are late. They get the notification a few minutes late. And so they miss the beginning, have to watch it speed and a half and, you know, not ideal. So Maybe like a five-minute intro clip, if it's repetitive to some, it might be repetitive to some, but it might be the interesting way to do it. Uh, so that was Ivory Hecker, by the way. Ivory Hecker, you might remember, 
as the journalist who quit, I believe it was Fox News, but I might be mistaken, live on air. Cajon, so she was one of the uh, whistleblowers for Project Veritas as well, if I'm not. Si je m'abuse, let me just see here. Ivory Hacker Project Veritas. Yeah, I'm sure she was. I'm sure, yeah, Ivory Hacker. Uh, she quit live on TV. And fired reporter Ivory Hacker Project Veritas release videos. Yeah, okay, fine. I'm not going totally senile. Uh, so I did that interview yesterday because, I, dude, people, I'm putting this on blast and we're going to talk about it again tonight. Does everybody want to watch the end of that interview or should I just cut it there and we can get into the show? Let me see here. Um, it's going to be a good show tonight. Spend the first minutes, small talk, says Third Rayleigh. Well, that was the interview. Uh, I've given you all the link, but it's on my Twitter feed. It was on Gateway Pundit. Ivory Hecker's doing amazing work, so give her a follow. Encourage her, support her. She's doing amazing stuff. Here's the intro. Do I look pale, by the way? Do I look nauseous? I'm going to try something here for the first time on uh, Rumble Studio because I've never actually shared a video off my computer screen. Okay, now I think I do like this. I do like this, and I'm going to go here, and I'm going to go share screen. If anybody wants to know why I might still look a little nauseous or nauseated, I think is the word. Uh, so I'll tell you the whole story about what happened here, but we went drift fishing today. I'm never going drift fishing again. If I want to go and get sick and not catch fish, I'll go clubbing without a fishing rod. I could sit on a pier, catch more fish, and not get sick than going drift fishing. And when you're one person, fine, it's financially cost-effective. When you go with a family of five, we went, we ended up being nine people. Only three of us were able to touch our rods. <laughs> Check this out. This doesn't even capture the best of it. I was afraid for my life. Those casualties, those casualties added up. You know, like being on a roller coaster is fun for 90 seconds. When you're on a roller coaster for three hours, it gets tedious and it gets a little nauseating. I didn't throw up. Um, we didn't catch a damn fish, didn't have a damn bite. I think we had lines in the water for all of 45 minutes. We spent three and a half hours going from spot to spot, everyone getting sick. It was awful. But uh, the reason why we did it was fantastic. My sister was in town with my niece and nephew, her husband. And like, we got to see you. We're in town. Doesn't happen very often. So I said, okay, kids, we're all going to play hooky and go drift fishing today. Uh, drove an hour and 45 minutes in Monday morning traffic in Miami. Uh, had a very miserable time on the boat. We had a nice lunch when we hit land. Um, and that was that. They still say, I mean, this is it. The kids, you know, they say like a bad day of fishing is still better than a good day at work. I would have rather been streaming, <laughs> and I think the kids would have rather been at school. So good evening, everybody. I couldn't get a stream in during the day. I was doing my homework, and we've got news yet again. Before we even get into that, for those who don't know who I am, 
what you're doing here, where we're going, Viva Fry, former Montreal litigator, former people turned current Florida Rumbler. We are, I'm using the Rumble Studio now. I'm getting real used to it and it's getting real good. And I'm sending in my recommendations to the team so they can keep tweaking it and making improvements. Um, and I got, it's, it's so no life jackets. Are you crazy? It was a big boat. It, it wasn't just for us. There were like 20 people in the back. It was a big ass boat. I knew where the life jackets were. Uh, I can't say that I wasn't a little uncomfortable myself, but the kids were staying in the middle. I was just nervous for the people who were blowing chunks over the rails because holy crap it's not just that it goes up like this step up like like five eight feet then when they go sideways like oh i won't make everybody sick but um don't worry i was very sensitive to where the um where the life jackets were although yeah okay <laughs> suffering together as a family says it was all of us together there were there were a few casualties three of the nine had problems six of the nine didn't but we're not feeling all that well Okay, so if I if I look a little, have I, someone asked in locals, have I gotten my sea legs back? I'm not sure what that means, but I still feel a little flustered. But as I'm on the boat, not fishing, struggling to not get nauseous, what do I hear in the news? I get a message from someone. David Lametti resigns. David Lametti, former Minister of Justice and Attorney General of Canada, resigns. Carrie Lake bombshell continues, and I'm having a bit of a Twitter uh, spat with Justin Hart as to competing theories as to what this does or does not mean. Um, the Texas border, uh, uh, it's not scandal, but um, chaos continues and more. So as I was saying about a minute ago, Viva Fry, Montreal litigator turned Florida Rumbler, former, former Montreal litigator. And what we do is we're starting live on YouTube. Uh, let me just, let me just open up all. We're starting live on YouTube, Rumble, vivabarnslaw.locals.com, um, and Twitter. And then we're going to end and go exclusive to the free speech platform, Rumble and Locals. And then at the end, it's set up now so that it's supporters only. And I'm not sure that they're going to change it or if they're going to change it, but that's the mechanism inside. So when I end the stream on all platforms and go exclusive to local, it'll be for our supporting community out there. Let's see who's watching on... Uh... On Twitter. Okay, we got 181. Jeez, how, how do I put on pause? How do I put on pause? All right, so we are live across all the interwebs. Oh, and the Trump trial, the Trump trial, of course, because the judge in Trump's totally fair second E. Jean Carroll trial, from what I've understood, has um stricken statements that Trump made from the uh from the stand. You know, Trump can't protest his innocence, he can't call E. Jean crazy, a batshit crazy lunatic. Uh, who named her cat after a venereal disease, vagina T fireball. I thought it was just vagina at first. I was like, okay, that, that's weird, calling a, a pussy cat vagina. Funny. Vagina T fireball is a burning vagina. That's a venereal disease. So that's what we're going to talk about. Oh, let me see what's in the chat. And well, hold on. Cod Coddlefish says, love you, Viva. Been watching you for about five. That better be five years, Coddlefish. Although if you've been watching for five years, I've never seen your name that I can recall. Because if I had, I think I would have remembered Coddlefish. It sounds like Cuttlefish, which is actually not a fish. It's a squid. The world is watching, Viva. You're damn right. And I'm going to put it on damn blast. Now, we're not going to get into the habit of doing uh, martinis with Viva, but the timing works out very well. Hmm. And there are three olives in there, one ice cube, and it was uh, the botanist tonight. Delicious gin. All right, so that's it. We're going to end, uh, we'll go like, you know, another 15 minutes on YouTube and then end on YouTube.
and come on over to uh, vivabarnslaw.locals.com or Rumble Viva Fry. All right. Do we start simple? Let's start. Let's start relatively simple, uh, because there's scandals that are escalating as we 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 go along, and then there's some that are. I don't know if they're petering out, but we'll we'll make sure that the attention stays on them. Okay. The latest news from Carrie Lake. What's amazing about the Carrie Lake bribery scandal, for those of you who don't know, and I don't know who the guy is, DeWitt, enough, like politically his history, there are theories uh, espoused by people, one of whom is Justin Hart. Justin Hart, you may know, he did a sidebar on the channel. I like him. And I like I, I DM'd him. I was like, hey, I, I don't want to fight with you on Twitter because I don't want people thinking like this is a bona fide vitriolic fight. It's not. I like him. I say I'll tell I say it publicly because I I'd say it privately just as quickly. I genuinely think Justin Hart's uh, TDS Trump derangement syndrome has impacted his ability to think critically on anything even tangentially related to Donald John Trump. Justin Hart is floating the idea that Carrie Lake has exposed potential Trump corruption, and the people that were trying to keep Carrie Lake from running uh, were actually Trumpian Republicans. Because as the theory goes, Trump didn't want to be upstaged by Carrie Lake running for the Senate. I say the theory doesn't make sense, and I'm not shy. I'll tell Justin this to his face because I basically have on Twitter. All right. But the amazing thing is how the media is covering it. Now, you must understand your enemy if you're going to be able to intercourse with them. I am not paying for Vanity Fair, but I will read the Vanity Fair. No thanks. No thanks, Vanity Fair. I will read the Vanity Fair to hear the uh, number one enemy's take on it. The media is the enemy of the people, and I want to know what my enemy is saying so I can understand it, respond to it, and, and potentially even learn from it. So Vanity Fair, interesting take. Leaked audio underscores just how much Republicans don't want Carrie Lake to run. Hmm. The Arizona Republican Party chairman has resigned. Holy crap, Apples, did we have a fun time reading his resignation letter yesterday? Sometimes you're better off just shutting up. If you're going to resign, just shut up and resign. Unlike what he did, and unlike what uh, uh, Lametti did, which we're going to get into in a bit. Uh, yeah, he, was, he resigned after asking Lake what, quote, number it would take to convince her to bow out of the Arizona Senate race. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remorselessly drag Justin Hart for his idiotic take. Can you imagine thinking that Trump doesn't want to be outstaged by someone running for Senate? It's, it's, it's outlandish. They've got to use a very nice, flattering picture because we all know Carrie Lake, for any foibles that she may have, she's not, uh, she's not an unappealing person to look at. I'm a married man. That part of my brain shuts off. But I can identify symmetrical, uh, you know, I'm, I'm at a loss for how to say this without look, sounding like a total weirdo or a pervert. She's not, she's a very uh, she's a very good looking person. Period. Symmetrical, good face, clean hair, uh, carries herself well, and she's not an asshole. So it makes any sort of uh, physical appearance all the more alluring. Unlike Justin Trudeau, who in another universe could be anything else other than the ugliest person on earth, but he is who he is. He's the ugliest person on earth, tied with Christian Freeland. Okay, let's see how far we get into this. It's no secret that some Republicans in Washington do not wish to see Carrie Lake compete in Arizona's upcoming Senate race. Here we go. A Donald Trump loyalist to the core, Lake has framed this sentiment as an elitist assault of the so-called American First Movement. In reality, establishment Republicans like Mitch McConnell are likely far more concerned by the prospect of Lake winning the primary this summer, only to lose the general, just as she did in 2022, Gubernator. Yeah, we're not, nobody's going to ask any questions about 
how that happened. Hey, you dumbasses. Oh, she lost the bid? You mean like when people showed up the day of and couldn't print out their bloody ballots to vote for her or voted for her on ballots that were improperly sized? Oh, she didn't, she didn't lose that gubernatorial uh, bid. It was taken from her. Anyone who pretends otherwise is probably afflicted with TDS, whether it's Vanity Fair or the DeSantis crowd, or at least the DeSantis, DeSantis hardcores. I, I don't want to start a fight with them, otherwise we, we must unify. An outcome likely caused by her continual denial of Joe Biden's victory. <laughs> All right, so thus far, the Vanity Fair are filled with mentally, um, intellectually retardant um, people. And I'm not using the R word, it's retardant, as in it slows the spread of, like flame retardant material. Vanity Fair is intellectually retardant substance. They prevent the progression of intelligence. Simply put, Republicans want to retake the Senate. Lake does not seem to give them the best odds of doing that. Bullshit. That's the, that's the theory. Enter Jeff DeWitt, an erstwhile chairman of the Arizona Republican Party. DeWitt announced his resignation on Wednesday. Yeah, one day after he was caught on audio recording, bribing, and I would also dare say threatening Carrie Lake. You know, the cartel, they, uh, they operate in all 50 states. They're not all, but 50 states. Where does the cartel not operate? There's 50, how many states are there? And, ter and territories. I always want to say 52 states and territories, but it's not the number of the cards in the deck. Okay, no, he's uh, trying to bribe her. And some might also say trying to intimidate or threaten her. All right, one day after the mail published, very powerful people want to keep her out of the race for Christian Cinema's Senate seat and that he would likely see a fresh face compete instead of her. So the ask I got today from back East was, is there any companies or they're out there or something that could just put her on the payroll to keep her out, end quote, he adds. Later, he appears to, ta to ask if there is a, quote, number at which, end quote, she would consider abstaining from the race. But Lake interjects, I could be bought, yada, yada, yada. Okay. We know how that ends. DeWitt, who served as the chief operating officer of Trump's 2020 campaign, said she said he was coerced into resigning by the Lake campaign, claiming the Wednesday statement <laughs> that he was told a, quote, more damaging recording would be released if he didn't resign. What could be more damning than that, that they would not have already released? Holy, I'm actually kind of curious. Did he like, um, <laughs> I was actually going to make a joke that, that I, I can't even make in good conscience. I'm not a stand-up comic yet. Quote, I'm truly unsure of its contents, he said. Oh, it's it's like Justin Trudeau. How many more pictures of in blackface of you are there? I don't know. There could be a lot. So I don't want to answer that question because there could be more than I can possibly answer. I'm unsure of its contents, but it could be worse than what we just heard on that recording. Oh, boy. I've decided not to take the risk. I'm resigning as Lake requested. In the By the way, understand this, by the way. I am resigning as Lake requested in the hope that she will honor her commitment to cease her attacks, allowing me to return to the business sector. I am resigning as Lake requested. Darvo, deny, attack, reverse victim and offender? Yes, deny, deny victim and offender. What's he doing right now? This man who just uh, asked to bribe, and, and I say threatened Carrie Lake, is now pretending to be the victim. Deny, he did that. Attack, that's basically what he's doing right now. Reverse victim and offender. Oh my goodness, through her spokesperson, Lake issued a blanket denial of his statements. Okay, fine. For Lake, the incident is no doubt a boon for her primary campaign. It all but confirms her self-portrayal as a Trump-esque 
outsider. You just you literally just portrayed her as that in this very article. Equally feared and hated by the party establishment because she is. And it's quite clear that she is. Oh, I'm sorry. You think you think everyone in the Republican Party has clean hands, loves Trump? There's as many scoundrels in the GOP as there are on the Democrats. Maybe not as many. Maybe not quite as many, but quite a few. But it is also true that she is not the most electable candidate in a general election. Oh, do, please do, do tell us in all your insight, Vanity Fair. After refusing to concede her gubernatorial loss in a series of ill-advised legal battles, I got two middle fingers, but I'm not going to give them to you. Lake inextricably tied herself to election denialism. Oh, you mean like the one that they just found how you could hack Dominion in five minutes in the uh, Totenberg trial? Oh, election denialism, like, um, you know, the fact that she proved at trial <laughs> that on the day of they were printing ballots on the wrong size paper. They weren't being read by the machines. Lineups hours long. Oh, yeah, no, she's an election. She's an election denier because elections get screwed with. Oh, which could hurt her. Yada, yada, yada. Okay, fine. Is that it? That's it. So that's that's so that's the uh, insight that Vanity Fair has to offer. None at all. Oh, so now I, I'm I'm going to show it to you because I would say it to Justin's face. And if you ever if you Justin came back on, I had him back on a second time actually because we were debating the DeSantis stuff. Um, and it's it's all good natured. This is not uh, this is not vitriolic. Like I hate him to his core. And people should you know dog him. I think he's I think he's severely politically. Um, traumatized, deranged to the point where anything tangentially related to Trump, he just loses his ever-loving mind over. And let me just show you this because it's one thing to make the accusation. It's one thing to issue the ad hominem. It's another thing to show the evidence of it. And for some reason, oh, I didn't open up. The, hold on. Let me, let me get the tweet. Uh, I got the evidence of it. And it's, 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 it's an amazing thing. When we, one can have theories but one cannot have what I believe are mutually incompatible, mutually exclusive theories. So the first theory that um, that Justin floated, which, you know, bearing in mind, to the extent that I've determined he has uh, irreparable and uh, terminal TDS, the first attack is going to be on Carrie Lake. Find, you know, find a way to go after her personally. Here we go. Share. Okay. And we go here. This was the first one 15 hours ago. Let me make sure that the timing is right. And then... Less than 15 hours? Which, which, hold on one second. What's it? Make sure the timing is right here. That eh, doesn't matter. 60, I'm sure this was from yesterday and the only, this one I just saw today. Maybe there. It doesn't matter. Carrie Lake was employed by Jeff Dewitz. She recorded their private conversation, suggesting it was improper to do so, scripted on her side as though she's going to somehow not know what she needs to say or not be able to say it properly, um, <clears throat> to frame herself as a MAGA hero. Release the audio for maximum effect. Yeah, that's kind of what you do when you blow the whistle and you, um, you know, you, you, uh, expose corruption. You kind of want people to know that you're doing it. Don't just, don't just go do it so that nobody hears and uh, move on. Well done. And essentially blackmail Jeff. She blackmailed Jeff by saying, uh, I got more damning stuff. You better resign. Dude, I don't think she has any more damning stuff than that because I don't know what could be more damning than that that she would not have already released. Fine. So she's a, she's a biatch, uh, unscrupulous, unethical, secretly recorded a conversation and bit the hand that feeds her. Her. Oh, and, and by the way, and you know, he, he, she, he, she's the aggressor and DeWitt's the victim. Okay. Take two. By any standard, the controversy around Carrie Lake Jeff DeWitt recording would be one of the greatest evidences that a MAGA candidate was being targeted by the establishment. I think we agree that it is actually. Who do you think is going to cover it? Vanity Fair? Curiously, Trump hasn't said a word about it. There might be a damn good reason for that, by the way. Why get involved? Why do you get involved when Carrie Lake is taking the wrecking ball? 
to the corruption. Oh, like you think she needs Trump to come white knight for her? She's doing pretty damn good on her own. Note also that DeWitt is very close to the Trump campaign. Was, I think might be the, the word here. Was, because he was, you know, the campaign manager in 2020. It's 2024 now. I don't know what his relationship is now. Maybe he's right. Before you go blaming the deep state cabal, you might want to consider what's right in front of your eyes, suggesting that Trump is involved in it. Somebody thought Lake would upstage another candidate. Oh, the idea being, because he expressed it in further, in further tweets, that Trump was concerned. He doesn't like being outstaged. He was concerned that Carrie Lake was going to upstage him when he's running for president and she's running for the Senate. It, it makes no sense. But on the one hand, you have Carrie Lake shouldn't have done what she did. It was wrong, secretive, and exploited. You know, the innocent, um, innocuous, well-meaning, intentioned actions of DeWitt. Flip side, Trump is the corrupt one. And the woman who wanted to be the MAGA hero did so, thought she was going to do so by exposing Trump's corruption. It makes no sense. And why isn't the media paying attention to it? Because it might, might tangentially also confirm the depths to which the deep state will go, the uniparty will go to keep out the populist candidates. Oh, I'm sorry. You think, you think um, we don't think the Republican governors or uh, the Republican politicians in Georgia are just as corrupt as the Democrat president? No, of course not. They are. So that's the scandal. And we will see. What, by the way, Carrie, if you've got something more damning, DM it to me. Email it to me. I was about to give everybody my email. That would have resulted in my, my account becoming unusable due to spam. Carrie, you got my info. Send me the damning information. I'll let you know if it's more damning. Mm. All right. Now, what do we do next? A, a short one, and then we go on over to rumble. So what I'm going to do here now, another thing that they're going to, um, another improvement that they're going to implement in rumble studio is allow me to chat from the chat. And instead of having to go to the links here, Oh, I didn't say link to rumble. I knew I forgot something. Okay. Link to rumble is there. And I just saw a super chat come in. So I'm going to go see if this is, if I can catch this. Okay. So link to rumble, uh, come on up here. Link to rumble is pinned. And here it is, linked to Rumble. Now, so it's pinned over there. Let me see what the super chat is, but I want to bring it up in studio. Hmm, where did it go? They're, go they're also going to work on highlighting tips and chats better so that I can see them. Scroll up, bada bing, bada boom. This is not the one, but I'll bring it up right now while I see it. Hey, Viva, did you see the liberals react to Tucker Carlson's speeches yesterday here in Alberta? I did, my God, I did, but I'm not your buddy guy. And I saw Pablo Rodriguez talking about how Pierre Poilievre has to now come out and, you know, talk about this. So they are everywhere. They're, they're such a bunch of virtue signaling, uh, victim exploiting virtue signalers. There's no other way to say it. Douglas, sorry, that says Doug Leaf fan 69. Oh, I hope you're not a fan of the Maple Leafs. I'm joking. I don't really care about that. Viva, how can a state be a sanctuary state regarding immigration and not co-opt with ICE? However, they cannot... Uh, oh, and not co-opt with ICE, but they cannot be a sanctuary state to emigrate. It, don't, it's, don't expect consistency in these, in these positions. We'll get to it with the Texas thing. But don't expect consistency here. You can defy... You could defy uh, federal law when it comes to deporting, but you can't defy federal law, or what I should say more, you can't exceed alleged state jurisdiction by deporting. 
you can't make it make sense because it's not about making sense. It's about destroying a country. And, and at this point, it is a coordinated judicial invasion, judicially approved invasion of a country. Now, I'm going up to see if I can find the, the $20 from CommyTube, and I can't find it easy enough. Ugh, and I want to bring it up. So hold on, let me see if I go back all the way to the bottom. Maybe it's closer to the bottom. Let me see if I can do this, and if I can't see, I'm not your buddy guy, so I can see it there. It's got a green symbol on it. So let me scroll up a little bit and for two more seconds before I just read it and give up. And uh, while everyone does that, just uh, reach over here. Hmm. Okay, so it's not there. Almost thought I had it. Is it going to be a green play button when it comes from YouTube? I need I need to do this. So it, it, people. While I'm doing this, go, go on over to Rumble or vivabarnslaw.locals.com because we're going to head over there in a second. Scrolling up, scrolling up, scrolling. They are going to bookmark the Super Chats and the Rumble Rants in a separate thing so that it's a lot easier to find, but I don't want to ignore this, and I want to actually just see what it looks like for future reference. Scrolling up, scrolling up, scrolling up. Still don't see it. And now I'm starting to sweat because this is taking longer than I wanted to. What else? What did everyone do today? Uh, never fear, Viva. After we take our shit back, we'll go free Canada. <laughs> oh, Viva, will you talk about the corrupt freak Pablo Rodriguez calling? Oh, it's funny. I just did that, actually. Calling out. Uh, yeah, that's... It's so amazing. What, what's hilarious... I'll play that clip, actually, because it's, 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 it's hilarious. There's a, something that people won't actually understand in it. As we say in English, franchisismes. Like when, when you take an English word and then turn it into a French word while purporting to like speak French and um, ah, son of a beasting. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not going to find it. I'm not, it doesn't look like, I, I don't know. No, see, I'm, I'm, I'm too far off. Okay. The, the super chat said this, it came from Daniel Boone. It was $20 and it says, Hey, Viva Las Vegas. Did you hear Carrie on Megan today? Your trucker buddy from SH Southampton, Toronto. Thank you for everything you're, you're, you're doing. Uh, might be time for another convoy, <laughs> and Tucker will be at the wheel. God bless you, brother. Thank you very much. I did not hear Carrie on Megan, but now that I know that Carrie has been on Megan, uh, I might go uh, tap some of my contacts to see if she'll come on with me. All right, let's let me let me let me. I wasn't planning on bringing this up because people might not get it. It's a purely French Canadian thing, and I'm from French Canada, and I understand these things. Here, check this out. I'm gonna go with this, and then everybody, we're gonna go on over to. The free speech side of the world, Rumble and vivabarnslaw.locals.com. Because we're going to talk about David Lametti. This is going to be the segue into the stunning, the stunning level of corruption in Canada. It's even worse. Like I thought I was thinking corruptly and, and conspiratorially two days ago. It's only getting worse. And the, oh my goodness. Oh my damn. Oh my goodness. Okay. Let me bring this up because it's, it's, it's funny. Okay. Pablo Rodriguez, communist number one. Uh, Pablo Rodriguez, I believe, was born in Argentina. Uh, he's come to Canada. He's a member of parliament. He's the minister of heritage last time I checked. But who the hell knows with the way they're shuffling around ministers like, like cheap dates at a, at a brothel. Um, this is Pablo Rodriguez, the man who pushed the online streaming act, the man who pushed uh, the, the link tax bill. Uh, a communist, as far as I'm concerned, who's now infiltrated our government in, in Canada to uh, you know implement communist policies. Listen to this. They're blaming Pierre Poilievre for not calling out Tucker Carlson for his Liberate Canada tour. These Canadian politicians are such a bunch of sniveling puke scumbags. 
sniveling puke babies that a former Fox News podcaster comes to Canada and is stirring up shit like it's an invasion. A bunch of sniveling, whiny pukes. Babies, cowards, whiners, virtue-signaling nincompoops. Have I made myself clear enough? And we'll wait until I get into David Lametti. Okay, hold on. Lorsqu'il y a des propos comme ceux-là qui sont tenus, lorsqu'il y a du Québec bashing, lorsqu'on attaque les francophones, lorsqu'on attaque la société dans son ensemble, on ne peut pas rester silencieux. Oh, pas... oh, il faut que je... Oh, je... je suis tellement, je suis tellement gentil. Regarde comment je parle bien en français avec une voix douce. Oh, je suis tellement, tellement doux. Je suis un virtue signaleur de mon estime crise de tabarnak. Are you a terrible, terrible human? Monsieur. Pablo Rodriguez, look at them. Oh, they, 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 they've taken courses in how to speak softly and quietly and eloquently and, you know, enunciate their words while they spew absolute verbal diarrhea. I, want, I wish people, you could understand it in French because the translation's a little bit loose. Mais lorsqu'il y a des propos comme ceux-là qui sont tenus. Well, once these, it's not statements, it's like propos, it's like, it's like, it's like vulgar talk. Lorsqu'il y a du Québec... Bashing. Et euh, écoute-moi bien, euh, Monsieur Rodriguez, c'est quoi du Québec bashing? J'ai jamais entendu ce mot en français, bashing. This is what we call like French-Canadian, Québec. There's nothing wrong with it, by the way. It's part of the culture is that you have a, a, a Québec culture in an, in an English, a French culture in the middle of an English Canada with the influence of America down south. And so you have these things like anglicisms. You take an English word because there's no real equivalent for it. Bashing en français, ce sera une attaque. Une attaque contre le Québec. You don't know how to speak French, Pablo Rodriguez? Mais on, on ajoute un mot qui n'existe pas en français. We're adding a word that doesn't exist in French. Québec bashing. We take a, an English word, mais si on le dit avec un accent français, ça devient acceptable. We take an English word, but if you pronounce it with a French accent, all of a sudden it becomes a French word. Hey, by the way, office de la langue française, je pense pas qu'ils vont accepter le terme bashing <laughs> sur un pancarte, si c'est un mot anglais. They won't accept bashing on a billboard Unless the French is nettement prédominante. This guy, du Québec bashing. Incroyable. Mais lorsqu'il y a des propos comme ceux-là qui sont tenus, lorsqu'il y a du Québec bashing, lorsqu'on attaque les francophones, lorsqu'on attaque la société dans son ensemble, on ne peut pas rester ici. Lorsqu'on attaque la société dans son ensemble, when we attack society as a whole, oh, hey, you, you, should, you should deny, uh, deny Tucker Carlson entry into Canada, you, you, you filthy communist. Deny him in, entry into Canada. Because of his words. Or or no. Or better yet, pretend to be a 12-year-old juvenile kid in high school. Well, you're not in high school grade. But pretend to be a little baby. He said bad things about me. You have to condemn him. Bullshit, Pablo Rodriguez. Let me just see something here. Let's see this. It's not because, uh, you know, Pablo Escobar, Pablo Rodriguez, Minister of Transport now. He's Minister of Transport? Dude, I swear to you, he was Minister of Heritage at one point. Hold on. Let me just go see. I'm sure he was Minister of Heritage at one point. Maintenant, il est le ministre. Oh, he's the Minister of Heritage now. No, he was 2018, 2019. And then he was in office. Let me see what else would he was. Who cares? I don't know what he is. All right. Where was he born? Argentina. There's nothing. There's nothing to see here. It's just a full communist invasion of the Canadian government. Woo! Holy cows, people! It's as bad as you think it is. It's even worse. What can you do? You can laugh and raise raise awareness because the Great Awakening 
is coming, people. It is. Okay, now I'm going to share the link to Crumble. Uh, back on YouTube one more time. Uh, stop it. How do I get out of here? Okay, here, here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Once you like, once you destroy one country, it's like a parasite. Destroy one country and then come to another. Implement the very same policies and destroy that country. Then move on to where afterwards. It's like every time I see a New Yorker in Florida, and I know people ask the same thing or have the same suspicion when it comes to me. Hey, Viva, you, you, your country's pretty fucked up. Why are you coming here to fuck up ours? I'm not coming here to screw it up at all. And when I talk to New Yorkers, like, okay, guys, so you fled that communist hellhole that is New York, surely. Surely you're not going to implement the same policies here and vote blue here like you just did in your own state and destroyed your own state. Surely you wouldn't do that. Link to Rumble. As a matter of fact, some of them are doing it and stop calling them Shirley unless they identify as Shirley. Okay. Bada bing, bada boom, we out. Okay, so this is what we're going to do now. Can I uh, can I be totally neurotic and just wait until the 1.8 thousand on YouTube goes down to 1.7 thousand and then we'll move over? Remind me never to refresh on Rumble Studio unless I absolutely have to. Um, and oddly enough, hold on as I say this, Chris Pavlovsky has just tweeted out: "If you're not on Rumble yet, you should be." And he's right. All right, I'm not going to let my neuroses get in the way of the flow of the uh, stream. Please, please, let me see that number go down. It said 1.8,000, 1. 1.7,000. Let me, let, me, let me share the tweet. That's what I can do in the meantime. I can share the tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not crippling OCD. I, the number went up. That's the wrong direction. Okay, that's it. We're done. Get off of YouTube. Come over to Rumble. I will give all of you the link to vivabarneslaw.locals.com as well. And uh, we'll take the party over there. So I go here. Locals, come on over. And in fact, before I do that, I'll just read a couple of the... Um, tipped chats or the tipped comments on locals because I didn't see them. We've got Scuba Jim, sir. How are you doing? I hope you're doing well. Viva, when you give Rumble feedback, label your suggestions as critical, important, nice to have. That will help them focus on the most important features. You're right. I'm, I'm not, dude, I just, I just sent uh, my contact. Uh, uh, the, the other thing they have to fix is that the screen share cuts off a portion of the of the screen so they have to fix that as well uh but you, you, scuba jim I'm, I'm look i'm not always uh diplomatic or sensitive to the way i express myself uh but i try to do my best so that they will they'll understand it is purely the most constructive of constructive criticism because we all want this project to succeed massively lutka said did you have a chance to try the wayback machine to view detailed accounts like david lametti uh no not yet Good. Now we're at 1.7 thousand. All right. Get your butts on over to Rumble, Viva Fry on Rumble, or Locals, vivabarneslaw.locals.com. And uh, whoever's on uh, Twitter right now, actually, let me see how many people are watching on Twitter. Uh, you know where to go. Open up Twitter. And let's see this. Okay, good. We're down to 113 viewers on Twitter. That's good. I, I don't even... I, it's it's just an amazing function that you can loop these into all of your social media. So we are ending now, and we're going to go over to Rumble and Locals only. Three, two... Oh, by the way, for everybody who's watching, tomorrow, amazing interview. Stay tuned. We have updated the stream, peoples. We got a rant. How many rants have I missed here? Uh, seems like a couple. <laughs> okay, we got Kenzie67. I don't know how far down that... Um, 
Uh, I don't know how far down that, that rant is, so I'm not going to try to scroll back up and find it. But Kenzie67 says, some dumb FCKSs think Tucker was promoting U.S. invading Canada. He was encouraging Canadians to build a backbone, use your brain and train, find your tribe, etc. That's a... Who's going to... First of all, the last time the U.S. tried to help Canada fight a war, it didn't work out well. So I don't think we're going to try that again. Past his prologue, but yeah, anybody who thinks that Tucker is seriously calling for violence is Justin Trudeau or an idiot on par with Justin Trudeau. All right, but now, speaking of Justin Trudeau being an idiot, the Liberal Party being a corrupt bunch of scoundrels of the highest order. Holy shiat, if I may swear, as I will. So the federal court ruling came down on, I'll say Monday, it might have been Tuesday. I don't know what day it is anymore. I think it came down on Tuesday. Yesterday, David Lametti, former Minister of Justice and Attorney General, Mojag, the, the white man who replaced the indigenous woman who was fired swiftly after she would not adhere to Justin Trudeau's corrupt demands, not to uh, suspend prosecution of SNC-Lavalin for corruption and bribery in Libya, I believe. Uh, oh, you don't want to do my dirty work for me, woman? After I've already taken social media credit, virtue signaling points for having hired an indigenous woman. Sorry, I should not have put an indigenous woman in quotes. She is an indigenous woman. For having, a, to, for having gotten my social media credit, is in quotes. Uh, I fire you. I demote you. I shuffle you out of my cabinet. And I put in a white man to take your place because that's how it works. White men listen to what I have to say. Uh, ethics violation. That was the second. First one was Aga Khan. Okay. David Lametti, he was the Minister of Justice, Attorney General for... Two years, 2021 to 2023. I might be wrong on the dates. It doesn't matter. Uh, shuffled out. Who knows why? Bada blah, blah, whatever. Tuesday, the federal court comes down and rules that Justin Trudeau's invocation of the Emergencies Act was unlawful, unwarranted, unreasonable. David Lametti was the Minister of Justice Attorney General at the time. Justin Trudeau unlawfully, unreasonably invoked the Emergencies Act. David Lametti nukes his Twitter account yesterday. I might be off on the dates. It doesn't matter. It's Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday, whatever. He nukes his Twitter account. Now, in fairness, it was his personal Twitter account in that it was at David Lametti, L-A-M-E-T-T-I, at David, L-A-M-E-T-T-I. For anyone who wants to go try to pull up as many deleted tweets, archive tweets as you can. It was in his personal name, but it was clearly his government account. It had Justin Trudeau on the banner with a face mask. It linked to his... Um, Mem his MP website. It mentioned that he's an MP of Parliament. It was he was tweeting out politicals, liberal crap from that. I was I was tweeting at him, responding to him. So in his personal name, bullshit. He was using it as an official government account. He nukes it. Bam! Every message to which I've ever replied, it says this account no longer exists. Every tweet to which I retweeted, quote tweeted, linked his name. This account no longer exists. Something went wrong. Oh, yeah, something went wrong. Big time wrong. He nukes his account yesterday. What's the news of the day? I mean, you all know exactly where this is going. I didn't even... You know, I, you know, maybe you don't know where this is going because I didn't know that this was where it was going to be going today. What happens today? Former Minister of Justice says he's still confident in the decision to trigger... Wait, hold on one second. Oh, darn it. My goodness. You know what's funny? That's a bullshit headline. Because, hold on just one second. Oh, no, that was, unless they changed the headline. Uh, he resigned, people. That's what happened. Look at that. It's a, it's a face. You know he's got to be trustworthy. 
don't you can't judge a book by its cover, but sometimes you can judge a book by reading the, the back page. Former Justice Minister David Lametti resigning as Liberal MP to join law firm. By the way, I know Faskin Martineau. I applied to Faskin Martineau. Uh, I was a lawyer at Borden Ladner Gervais, BLG. I got I got accepted in a number of law firms, not Sykeman Elliott, where my father was currently a partner, but probably all for the better. Faskin's not. See here, look. This is what I mean right now. You can't see the National Post banner, so this is where you can't see the top of it. David Lametti, a day after the federal court rules the invocation of the Emergencies Act while he was the Minister of Justice and Attorney General, unlawful, unreasonable. Nukes his Twitter account a day later after he nukes his Twitter account, he's resigning. Oh, you know, but it's, he's resigning to return to, to private practice. Because, you know, you, you want a lawyer in private practice who was at the helm of the ship for unlawfully and unreasonably invoking the Emergencies Act. That's exactly the type of lawyer you want in private practice. Lametti was one of seven ministers to be ousted in the last cabinet shuffle. Among them, five have already announced that they are leaving politics. Hold on. Was uh, was one of them um, Gagnon? No, no. What was his name? Yeah, Gagnon. No. Uh, oh, it was uh, Garneau. Not, not, not Mark. Come on. Mark Garneau. He, I thought he was one of them. Yeah, whatever, because he's not there. It doesn't matter. Mark Garneau was the, 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 the liberal MP in Westbound when I ran for office. Ottawa. Former Justice Minister David Lametti is resigning as a minister liberal of MP at the end of the month. In a statement, Lametti said, it is with some sadness, end quote, that he is leaving his, quote, dream job. Who in the name of God's green earth has a dream job of being a politician? You know who? If it's true, scumbag politicians. <laughs> The, the 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 decrepit wretch of the universe is a dream job of being a politician. Um, more accurately, uh, dude couldn't wait to get out of this sinking ship. The rats are jumping ship of uh, this sinking ship, and it's sinking and it's sinking fast. Oh, he said to his constituents, he'd benefit from a change of voice and style after more than eight years in the job. A professor at McGill University, faculty of law. That's where I did my honors degree in philosophy. Lametti was first elected as MP to LaSalle. Verdun, 2015, served as parliamentary secretary, yada, yada. Okay, he's a very accomplished politician. Uh, he became Minister of Justice and Attorney General of Canada in 2019, taking over from Jody Wilson-Raybould, who went on to resign from the Liberal Caucus in the way... Oh, it's amazing, these... It's amazing. She went on to resign after being demoted, fired... Uh, are they going to... Uh, whatever. And they don't mention the ethics violation here, I don't think. We'll see. As Minister, Lametti oversaw revised legislation of medical assistance in dying. Nice. So he's he's <laughs> he's responsible for killing Canada, literally, so that it no longer required a person's natural death to be reasonably foreseeable in response to the Superior Court's ruling. Amazing. So he expanded killing Canadians. Fantastic. Add that to your resume. He eventually delayed the expansion of MAID to people suffering. He eventually delayed the expansion of MAID to people suffering solely from mental disorders one year beyond the March 2023 uh, amid growing concerns. Oh, that's great. Kill Canadians and kill the mentally ill. Fantastic. You know who else did that? Hitler. The federal government is currently weighing options to delay that further once more. Yeah, you, you damn well better because I will be loud and proud and vocal about it. <laughs> you no longer have to be terminally ill to be killed. Oh, that's called murder. Hey, uh, you want to expand it to the mentally ill? Hmm. How can they consent to it if they're mentally ill? Hmm, I don't know. You want to expand it to people who can't consent, to minors. Hmm, amazing. It's amazing. It's, 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 this is action, whatever, Axion 45, what the, what the Nazi regime implemented. And by the way, it's not me saying it. That's Forbes. So don't call me an extremist. Go call Forbes extremists. 
Federal government, yeah, okay, fine. Lametti was also in the spotlight several times during his tenure when asked to comment on Quebec's controversial laws on language and religious signs and said that the federal government would not rule out taking part in legal challenges against either of them. Do you know what's amazing? Back in the day, when the when 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 people were saying, well, that's not a federal issue because it's the provinces that are ordering lockdowns, vaccine passports, mandates, all this other shit. And I was like, yeah. And you know what's amazing? The federal government can get involved if ever a province is violating the charter rights of its citizens. Just, provinces don't have carte blanche to violate the charter rights of their citizens just because of provincial powers. The federal government could get involved. And the fact that the federal government didn't get involved and actually encouraged it and financed it was there active overt promotion of these unconstitutional measures? Oh, yeah, no. He says, oh, yeah. When it comes to religious laws, controversial laws on language and religious science, oh, yeah, then maybe the feds are going to get involved to provincial overreach. When it comes to locking them in their houses, making 13-year-old kids show vaccine passports to play soccer, well, then the feds, that's a provincial issue. He argued the notwithstanding clause was never intended to be used as a preemptive manner to shield legislations like Bill 21, Bill 96. Bill 96 is the language laws in Quebec. Yada, yada, yada. Okay. More recently, Lemedevi was criticized for his department's slow action on bail reform. Okay, we don't care about that. It was during his tenure that the Supreme Court Justice Richard Wagner slammed the Prime Minister's office for chronic shortage of judges <coughs> Excuse me, across the country. I happen to know which Richard Wagner. I'm fairly certain I pleaded in front of him at one point. Very smart. Not at the Supreme Court. Uh, I think I'll have to double check. Maybe wrong, but he's very, very smart, which he said could undermine Canadians' confidence in the judicial, in the justice system and democratic institutions. Oh, amazing! In a recent interview with La Presse, Lametti set the record straight by saying that his office was not responsible for the slow judicial appointments and that he could not control what was going on in the PMO. You know what that sounds like? Don't blame me. It's Justin Trudeau's problem. Lametti was ultimately dropped out of the cabinet during Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's most recent shuffle back in July, which saw rookie minister Arif Virani take the spot. We're going to go to this guy's Twitter feed in a second. Um, okay, okay, fine, whatever. Oh, oh, at the time, the recently ousted minister said it was a surprise to lose this cabinet position. Lametti will be joining Faskin Martineau Dumoulin, where he'll be focusing on indigenous law and technology. Okay, whatever. All right, fine. So he's going back to private practice. A man who's got you know, all, all the accomplishments that government brings. He, he could single-handedly take pride in having killed many, many Canadians or partaken in the legislation that allowed for the premature termination of the lives of people who were not terminally ill. Good for him. Oh, yeah, also, he was kind of involved in that little thing uh, known as the unlawful, unreasonable invocation of the Emergencies Act. And then yesterday, deletes his entire Twitter account. The amazing thing is this. Um, I was saying yesterday, just thinking like 2D chess, how many tweets did he delete that were incriminating? Okay, potentially incriminating. It's amazing. That's 2D. Then the 3D chess, which someone brought to my attention today, they said, Christian Freeland announces that they're going to appeal this decision. And then a day after she announces that, the former Minister of Justice and Attorney General nukes evidence that might potentially be relevant, or I should say nukes, potentially nukes, potential evidence that could potentially be relevant in the context of an appeal. Hmm. Now, it's true. You don't typically get to adduce new evidence before the Court of Appeal, and there's good reason you make a motion. Typically, the Court of Appeal reviews the file as is, as was presented to the Superior Court, the lower court, 
in this case, the federal court, based on the evidence that was produced and adduced. You don't get to adduce new evidence and appeal unless there's exceptional circumstances. Who the hell would delete potential evidence nonetheless once the Christian Freeland and Justin Trudeau have announced that they're going to appeal the decision? That is sus as, 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 as AF. Sus AF, as we say. And then, so that's, that's the 3D level chess. Like, oh, my goodness, okay. The dude, after they announce the appeal, deletes what might be relevant for the purposes of any appeal. Maybe they want to show that he lied. And they found recent tweets showing that David Lametti or the government lied about X, Y, or Z in the context of invoking the Emergencies Act. Bam! Nuke the account. The day after they announce that they're going to appeal the loss. That's sus AF. Then I go 4D chess. What did he have in his DMs? I mean, what is most incriminating sometimes in Twitter is not a tweet, it's not a like, it's not a follow, it's your DMs. And I'm not saying this is confession through projection. Someone can hack my DMs tomorrow and I wouldn't give a crap. I just have to change my cell number and a number of other people would have to change their cell numbers. What was it as DMs? Could it be that there might have been stuff that if discovered but was not but for the grace of God for the government discovered at the federal court initial trial? It could have been very damning, even more damning for the federal government. The dude potentially deleted evidence the day after the ruling, the day after the government announces their appeal of the decision, and the day before he resigns. No. Nah. Nothing. It's okay. It's cool. Just politics in Canada, people. Holy crab apples. Okay, so now, hold on. Problem noted. The chat has not refreshed in 30 minutes, and I'm not hitting refresh. So I'm going to go to Rumble and see what the chat's doing there. Actually, I'm going to hit the rants. So um, what, do, what does everyone say? Am I crazy or am I right? You you can call me crazy, and if you call me crazy, I'm just going to say that's evidence that I'm right. So that's it's, it's a win-win for me. Uh, hold on. Let me just go to email. Sent here. Uh, okay, there we go. Also, chat is freezing. Bundy66 says both. I like that. In fact, some might say that I wouldn't be right quite so often if I weren't crazy all the time. All right, we got B controversial. One dollar says, I'm going to guess made was supposed to be safe, legal, and rare. Oh, yeah. 13,000, 14,000 in 2022. That's if you believe the number, and I don't believe the number. Third leading, third leading cause of death in Quebec. At one point, they might have put the brakes on that, you know, state-sanctioned murder, provincial-sanctioned murder. And it is responsible for or accounts for 4.1% of all death in Canada. Lamedi, you should be proud. I couldn't imagine why you'd want to delete your Twitter account. Oh, God. Imagine what I say. Hey, you know what we should really do? We should expand MAID to the homeless. Oh, no. Delete. Delete that. I'm not saying he said that. I'm just saying that, you know, some articles came out saying 60% of Canadians support that. I'm not your buddy guy. says, doesn't he kind of look like Robert England, the guy who plays Freddy Krueger? Absolutely. Uh, and some of these chats are coming in twice, Rumble Rant. So I hope um, you didn't mean to do that twice, but it was uh, a $1, so we can probably live with that. MDA098 says Quebec is the most racist and bigoted province state in North America. Am I, are we, am I sharing the screen? I'm not sharing the screen. I can share the screen. Why am I not doing that? Yeah, here we go. Okay. And I'm going to eat an olive while I do this, people. Mm, all these seem to be coming in twice. Nobody wants Viva eating an olive ASMR. 
Panther AI says, yeah, the first few times we went to the north, it went bad, but the third time is the charm, right? <clears throat> and then we got Kenzie. So I hope this is an error. Um, and uh, if you if you intended to give a humble rant, you're not going to be um, financially impaired if it went through twice. Uh, so thank you. And I'll also just make sure Rumble knows about that. Okay. I think that does it with, with Lemony. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it's 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 corruption beyond words. Faskin Martin O'Dumelain is a decent firm. And I actually, I want to go back on, I, I am 90% certain that Faskin was one of the firms that that I did the cours au stage, the, um, the race to internships. And... Um, I know I got a few offers, and I and I and I know that I did not get one from Steichman Elliott, but it doesn't matter. Uh, this is where we are now. Who would have ever thunk? Oh my goodness. Okay, so I'm going to look at the chat here. Made is useful in. It's not a joke, by the way. Made is useful in trans in transgender is not a mental illness. Canada. Well, rent free. LOL. Who says that? Just wait until they say that. Uh, you know, tr tr people who've now fucked up their bodies with with gender affirming care and want to end their own lives well they, they'll they'll grant it to them it's amazing then they'll harvest whatever you know whatever remaining organs they have that they can harvest and you think i'm joking this no matter how cynical you get it's hard to keep up lily tomlin it's my uh profile in twitter okay so i think that's all that we had on bada bing bada boom uh what's his face <laughs> we're done we're done on canada so it's it's uh it's 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 effed up beyond words now a good palate cleansing laugh hold on hold on hold on before i read it i just want to make sure that we're in there i think oh you see you can't the punchline is hidden rumble you gotta okay we got we gotta fix this and it's not because of the way it's posted let me see if i maximize do you see who this tweet is from when i maximize the screen no, you don't. It didn't change when I minimize it. This is a tweet from, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to read it. My son's baseball team is raising money for their Cooper, Cooperstown, for their Cooperstown trip. Any amount would be so greatly appreciated. You can read more about the team and make a donation here. First of all, whoever this person is, is using um, Go F Me. And I call them Go F Me because they effed a lot of Canadians. This person is using Go... Nobody should use GoFundMe. I call it Go F Me for a reason. These mother effers during the Ottawa trucker protest froze the money that people gave, $10 million of it. They froze it twice. The first time they froze it to get details, that was understandable. Then they froze it under the pressure from the Canadian government. $10 million. $10 million. 90% of which came from Canada. You, you will hear disinformation all the time that uh, the majority of the money came from abroad. 50% came from America. And you'll hear the bigger lie that some of it came from Russia. It is true that in the second Give, Send, Go campaign, 50% of the funds raised came from America. Something about Americans who appreciate the First Amendment, who respect and understand the importance of the Second Amendment, who don't take kindly to government fucking with your ability to support the political causes that you want to support after Go F Me canceled the fundraiser 
and then returned the money, but we're going to even get there. After that, after all the shit went down with Go F Me, that's when 50% of the funds came from the US when they raised their Give, Send, Go campaign. 90% of the initial fundraising in the Give, in the Go F Me came from Canada. What ended up happening? Give, Send, Go sat down and met with, I think it was Jim Watson, the mayor of Ottawa, sat down and met with the political elite of Canada and said, oh, no, 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 no. We can't use a, we can't, we can't allow these people to raise money for violent purposes. You, what's that, Jim Watson? You say, uh, you say the, the protest is violent? Oh, we can't let them, we can't let people raise money for violence. We're going to, we're going to terminate this, this campaign right now. What are we going to do with the $10 million? We're going to give it to a charity of our choice. They actually did this. If you don't know that they did this, they tried to do this. They said this. They did it in that they said it. We're, we're terminating this campaign and we're going to give the $10 million to a charity of our choice. And we went fucking ballistic. A char Who are you going to give it to? BLM? Oh, the, the, the peaceful summertime summer of love? You mother, you, th that money was not yours to seize and give to your own political allies. And then after we raised the stink about that, they said, okay, oh, okay, fine, fine, fine. We'll reimburse it to everyone who asks for a refund. And whatever's left over for those who don't know that this is happening, we'll give it to a charity of the trucker's choice, an approved charity. Go F you is what we said. Then they, and then everybody's like, well, okay, you want to do that? We're all going to file contestations and demand our, 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 our credit card donations back. And that's going to F you, go F me. And then go F me finally said, okay, we're just going to reimburse all of it. I gave $50 to the trucker convoy when I was wet behind the ears and didn't know what was going on. I gave $50. When they effed me and I saw that 50 bucks come back, I gave $1,000 to Give, Send, Go. And Give, Send, Go ultimately, because of the court rulings, had to reimburse it to everybody because they could no longer satisfy the purpose of that fundraiser. Go F me should never be used ever. And people who use it, I don't think they're all of bad faith, period, full stop. Some people don't know this. Don't use them. Give, send, go, and give, send, go only. And this is not an ad. I have no financial remuneration from give, send, go. I support good people who do good things. And I will scream at the top of my lungs to raise awareness about the bad people who do bad things. Back to the story. Um, here we go. Give, send, go. Look at this. Okay. Birds. It's, it's, a, it's a baseball team. There's nothing wrong with it. Trying to raise $10,000. Nothing wrong with that. It's a, it's a good, it's a, it's a, it's a worthwhile thing. Who's running the fundraiser? Alyssa freaking Milano is running this fundraiser for her son's baseball team. This is Alyssa Milano. Remember, they're trying to raise $10,000. I am by no means Alyssa Milano wealthy. If I wanted to inconvenience myself financially and, you know, I could, I, I could raise the, I could give the $10,000 tomorrow. Alyssa Milano has a, an estimated net worth, take it for what it's worth, those things are never accurate, of $10 million. Alyssa Milano is calling on the general population to raise $10,000 for her son's baseball team trip to Cooperstown, bub. Holy shit. Oh, no, no, no. Forget, forget raising money for imprisoned uh, Coots defendants who've been locked up in remand, who have to raise half a million dollars to pay legal fees, who don't have a penny to their name, whose parents, loved ones, had to remortgage their houses to pay legal fees, who need to call to the public to get donations so they can make telephone calls from prison. Alyssa Milano, net worth 10 million, calling on the public to pay for her kid's trip to Cooperstown. 
It's, it, it's, it's, it's a level of detachment and a level of, of callousness that is truly mind-blowing. Don't use GoFundMe. Ever, ever, ever. Give, send, go the only way. Bada-bing, bada-boom. That was the palate cleanse. That was supposed to make you happy. That was supposed to make you laugh. Ah, okay. Then we got Kenzie67. Viva Fry, cover the Patriot Front. I dare you. Well, hold on one second. Not that I care about dares, but Patriot Front. Well, dude, uh, oh, past dude. What is the Patriot? Oh, no. I don't know what the Patriot Front is just yet. So I'm going to, I, dude, not uh, here, not just show you how not scared I am. I just want to know what I'm talking about. This is from Sean Vestal. Yes, Elon, the Patriot Front was unmasked in Coeur d'Alene. That's in France. The, ooh, this article is exclusively for subscribers. I'll just see what happens if I do this. It sometimes works to bypass paywalls. Okay, you know what? I'm not going to do it. It's not nice. Uh, I'll, I'll see what I can find on that. I have no problem covering anything. Uh, Kenzie67. So, by the way, if, if you, Kenzie, if DM me. I think, I think we are connected on Twitter. Okay. What do we have left on the, on the backdrop here for stuff? Okay. Ah, oh, this is what I wanted to start with. Okay. We're going to, we're going to do this. We're going to do this and we're going to save it. No, 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 no. We're going to save the Nikki Haley for the supporters exclusive part. And we're just going to end on this because I should also probably start thinking about joining the family for dinner. All right. Uh, Joseph Goebbels, accuse your enemies of doing what you are doing so as to create confusion. I saw this article the other day because Mario Nafal, who I also don't fight with. I, have no, I don't think I have a problem with Mario. Some people try to convince me that I should, but whatever. I don't know enough to have a problem with Mario Nafal. But he, tweet, he, he tweets this out, and I'm reading this like, oh, uh, what the hell are they? Oh, you're not seeing it because I'm not in, I'm in solo. I'm in, now i got to go to dual presentation. It's like, oh, look at this. <laughs> are they seriously running an article about how the Trump White House was involved in drugs? I mean, this is like in the wake of the, we can't find the, 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 the pipe bombers, pipe bomber or bombers from, from Jan 6. We can find Grandma McGee up in Alaska, but we can't find the pipe bomber. We're relying on our one frame per second uh, CTV footage. By the way, there are, there are no one frame per second cameras anywhere. Mm. I'm fairly certain you can get like a 14-year-old kid to hack a potato to shoot it more than one frame per second. I see an article about drugs in the White House. Like, oh, we're, we're, are we, they finally found the coke in the White House from Trump. Oh, no, no, no. We're going back to Trump now. We're four years out. There's a... There, uh, there's a concept in law of uh, actus novus. You know, like when when a new intervening uh, a cause comes in and interrupts responsibility, um, you can't go back and blame the original person. There's also a concept in law of statute of limitations, and that is because at some point in time, it becomes impractical and unfair to pursue claims when evidence has probably gone missing. You know, like to come after Brett Kavanaugh. 35 years later and have some psycho itch bay accuse him of running a gang train on him when he's never met this lunatic. Uh, e. Jean Carroll, 25 years later. Yeah, he he, he touched me in a, in a Bergdorf rescue. There's a fundamental rule of fairness and the mere passage of time uh, ultimately for right or for wrong, because they might have done something wrong. 
but it nonetheless violates the rule of fairness. We're four years out of a Trump presidency. We're four years out of a Trump presidency and eight years from the initial Trump presidency. And now they're coming out with salacious stories about drugs in the White House. They accuse their enemies of doing what they are doing so as to create confusion. And so that when you say, you're accusing me, of, dude, you got a crackhead son who brought coke into the White House and they couldn't find it. You're gonna, and they're like, oh, that has nothing to do with anything. Are you doing it's a tactic, and it's a transparently stupid one coming from the Rolling Stone. Almost as good as Vanity Fair. Trump's White House pharmacy handed out drugs like candy. Report. report. A Department of Defense, four years after the presidency, eight years after he took office, now, oh, just, just all of a sudden now, oh, it's, it's totally crazy. A year after Coke in the White House, they've discovered this earth-shattering story. A Department of Defense report found an obscene lack of control over the handling of controlled medications while Trump, oh, while Trump was in office. And they chose a nice picture. These MFers cannot go F themselves fast enough. White House pharmacists reportedly distributed uppers and downers like candy. Hmm. I, I, I could not take an upper for the life of me for the fear it would kill me. And in as much, I, I took, a, not take, I've never taken recreational downers, uh, at least not, you know, since having been a teenager and done stupid things. But um, when I was, when I had the stomach thing and they gave me um, some downer or some relaxant, my goodness. You know, you can, I mean, you can understand how people like the way it makes them feel, but I hate the way it makes me feel. Listen to this. A new report from the Department of Defense, Inspector General. Why the hell? I'm just curious, like, why the hell now? Why now is just like the first question. We're eight months out of a pre we're eight months out of the 2024 elections, four years out of the presidency, eight years out of the beginning of it, and now they come out with an 80-page document released on January 8th, found that all phases of the White House medical units pharmacy operations had severe and systematic problems due to the unit's reliance on ineffective internal controls to ensure compliance with pharmacy standards. Why do I think that that wouldn't have started under Trump? Just if I have to like take a wild guess. The investigation, which began in 2018 after the Oval Office received complaints about improper medical practices. It's an amazing thing, eh? Like while they're still on with the Russia thing, before they get into the January 6th thing, they is in you know, 2018. Someone's like, hey, they're doing bad drugs there. In investigate. So that six years from six years later, they can come out with this bullshit. It's totally normal. Oh, uh, they found the jurisdiction of the White House. Okay, the report covers a period of 2009 to 2018, with the majority of its finding coalescing around 27 to 20. Oh, I'm sure that's a coincidence during the height of the Trump administration. It's a, it's so coincidental. It started under Obama, but the the, the 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 majority of the findings during the height of the Trump presidency, while Trump lived under the White House roof, the pharmacy reported reportedly kept messy handwritten records, spent lavishly on brand name medications. They should have given them the uh, knockoffs, and failed to comply with a slew of federal department defense regulations. Okay, though. Through in-person inspections and interviews with over 120 officials, I'm sure they're all very reliable right now. The report concluded that the White House medical unit provided a wide range of healthcare and pharmaceutical services to ineligible White House staff in violation of federal law. It's all Trump. It's all Trump. Ah, I don't care to read the rest of this. The report found that between 2017 and 2019, the White House spent an estimated $46,000 on brand name Ambien, which is 174 more times more expensive than the generic equivalent. And an estimated ninety-eight thousand on Provident. Whatever. What did they spend uh, in prior years? Do they do they do the comparison? 
Nope. Don't give a shit about this. It's just, it's just hilarious. The, the shameless audacity to actually come after Trump now and say Trump's White House was actually the drug-infested, crackhead, coke-all-over-the-place White House. I mean, it's just, it's so transparent, you have to be stupid not to see it. What are you doing, Winston? He's shaking himself. Um, so that, that's the funny part. Okay, now what I think, what do we do here? Do it, uh, Tomorrow, uh, I, I got something from 11 to 1. At 2 o'clock, we're going live. I've got an interview with the person who broke the story or who's going to explain to us how a nine-month-old kid ended up on a no-fly list. Um, Texas. We got Texas, and we got um, Nikki Haley. We're going to end with Nikki Haley. I wanted to start with Nikki Haley, so we'll end with it. Oh, look at Nikki Haley. Oh, my goodness. She's just getting so smooth and charismatic behind the camera. She's like, she's just so natural. So lovable, so cute, just so, so young and refreshing. She's the new generation. She's older than DeSantis, but she's the new generation. She's totally the political outsider. Listen to this, because apparently she's in trouble. So here, let's go ahead. A minute 36 will allow me to eat these olives at the same time. Get on over to vivabarnslaw.locals.com, and uh, we're going to cover that. We're going to talk Texas, and we're going to talk some other stuff, because I have a Q&A lined up. So I like the new format. It will be for supporters only. So I'm going to try to get through everything here. It's supporters only because that's the option that they've set up in Rumble Studio. And um, it might work out for the better. So we're going to we're gonna do this. If you want to come on over, vivabarnslaw.locals.com. This is the last story of the episode, of the stream, of the, of the show. Now you've all heard the chatter among the political class. They're falling all over themselves saying this race is over. Well, I have news for all of them. New Hampshire is first in the nation. It is not the last in the nation. This is after she lost. How can she be, I mean, it, it takes um, a certain degree of detachment to be so confident, orgiastically so, after your second loss in a row. And by the way, New Hampshire's not the first in the nation. For my count, it's the second in the nation, because I think Iowa was first. Look at her. It's like she's getting more and more confident with each successive loss. It's amazing how that works. This race is far from over. There are dozens of states left to go. Let your, let your voice be heard. Let your voice. Sweet state of South Carolina. Oh, I cannot wait for you to lose it, Nikki. What did the guy say? Make your voice heard, Nikki? What did he say here? Let your voice be heard. She's got the microphone, dude. And the next one is my sweet state of South Carolina. <laughs> At one point in this campaign, there were 14 of us running. And we were at 2% in the polls. Well, I'm a fighter. Oh, my God. And I'm scrappy. 
And Coffee now Coco. we're the last one standing next to Donald Trump. Only because you don't have the good sense to resign. You're you're almost a bigger. You're, you're, and today you're, oh. we got close to half of the vote. With the help of my Democrat friends, you're a bigger loser than DeSantis. The fact that you're the only one clinging to this is an indication that you're an idiot, not that you're a winner. You got nearly half the vote in New Hampshire. You will let Democrats vote in New Hampshire, and you still couldn't win the state. Holy crap, We still have a ways to go, but we keep moving up. Yeah, it's what happens when people drop out. You keep moving up by default, not through accomplishment. We keep moving up. The more people that drop out, the more I keep moving up. Holy crap, if Vivek hadn't dropped out, he'd be moving up. And probably he deserves to be moving up. He wouldn't be moving up because he's 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 not Nikki Haley. He ain't working for Bombard, not Bombard, uh, Boeing, sorry. So she's... Um, uh, that was that was on Monday or Tuesday. I forget when the New Hampshire primary was. And uh, the news of the day. Take a deep breath, people, while I find it. What? Dude, I know I know that I have this link up here. Gosh darn it. Texas defies no. Oh, for goodness sake. Wow, I'm an idiot. Hold on just one second. I'm gonna just go flipping the donors are pulling on her hold that's the punchline gosh darn it it was it was mark grobert from america's untold stories lord buckley on twitter put it up and i knew that i took it and all right here we go now bullseye three hours ago here we go trump says anyone no that's not it billionaire here we go why can't i why could i find it daily mail Big donors ditch Haley. This is this is the news of the day. Two days ago, New Hampshire's first, not the last. We keep moving up. The more people that bail out, the more the people that jump. Big donors ditch Nikki Haley, billionaire LinkedIn founder and metal magnet, tell Trump's last standing rival it's time to leave the race in another bleak sign for the South Carolina government. Two big bucks donors, Rod Reed Hoffman and Andy Sabin, Sabin have backed away. Trump delivered furious. Trump delivered a furious speech block after Haley vowed to continue her fight. Trump threatened Haley donors permanently barred from MAGA Trump. I'm not going to go through the article. It's just it's it's just funny that this is the way it goes. Like that was Monday. Is she going to back out and endorse Trump or is she going to go lose her own home state? What do you think, Winston? Lick my face if you think she's going to lose her state. Bite my chin if you think she's going to win. How long can we do this for? She will lose. All right, he made his choice. Um, all right, so that's what we're going to do now, people. We're going to go over to vivabarneslaw.locals.com. So the chat is definitely frozen on studio. Let me just bring this up here before we go so I can get a couple of these, and then we're going to have our after party. Notre après-party, tabarnak. Did you see Bongino is certain there was a Kamala Harris false assassination attempt planned for January 6th? Oh, my goodness. That's from Drock Rum, or Rock Drum, if you want to do the spoonerism. That was the pipe bomb at the DNC PS, don't go to my channel, you are in my convoy video. Well, I might have to go to that. That would make sense why they... Ugh. Nothing about the pipe bomb makes any, any sense anymore. 
that it was planted the night before with a one-hour timer, discovered the day of by an undercover plane, not an undercover, sorry, a plainclothes police officer, and that they let Kamala Harris. Shit, they were they were they were planning to set up a fake assassination attempt on Kamala Harris. No matter how cynical you get, it's hard to keep up. Why do I see two sides of, of rumble rents here? Oh, that's that goes all the way. Okay, I see. Uh, that's nuts, and Bongino's smarter than me, and I agree with Bongino. I shall now usurp, appropriate, internalize Bongino's wisdom and knowledge and insight, and I shall make it my own. You heard it here first, people. <laughs> I'm joking. That's uh, that's that's phenomenally fascinating and, and interesting, and I think it's actually accurate. All right, come on over to vivabarneslaw.locals.com. After party, uh, we're going to talk the Texas, uh, the Texas Shiat. I mean, there's no other way to explain it. Before we go, because I know that some of the tips might not come through there. Okay, so Scuba Jim, Viva, uh, when you give your rumble feedback. Okay, we got that one. Scuba, thank you. Lutka, did you have a chance to try the Wayback Machine? No. And then we got USA Now. Was about was what about getting a timer up to a minute to end YouTube stream lets people know and might help your neurotic stuff. Yes, USA now, but that, look, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with the easy fixes for the time being. And then Finboy Slick one buck says, just confirming, it appears Rumble Studio doesn't seem to show you the rants that happened while you were on YouTube. Rumble Studio does, but they, they're, it, it look, it's just like chat. So it goes up and then when I, when it disappears, I can't, it's tough to find. So they're working on that. Oh, here, see, like, like, for example, here, I think you're still gonna be able to see that. If we're, if we're, let me, let me see what it looks like live on Rumble. Hold on. Refresh. I just want to see if you're, see, if you're seeing the, um, now I got to sit. Solar power generator. Okay. I got a second. Dude, four Patriots. Okay, good. So I can see it now. So I can bring up these, I can bring them up even though they're old, but I can't, uh, the, the chat hasn't refreshed in 57 minutes. So there's that. Okay, everybody, I'm going to end this on um, Rumble. It'll be locals, supporters only. And I think I've got all the, the locals chat tips. Yes. Oh, Finboy Slick. Okay, so we got that. Okay, and we're going to talk, and I'm going to go back to vivabarneslaw.locals.com, get to the questions that I put up earlier and answer some of them because there are some good ones in there. So everybody, come on over and partake in these supporters only after party chat and what time is it we'll do 20 minutes I'll, eight o'clock i'll have dinner and put the kids to bed oh my goodness we were all so sick today it was, <laughs> it was so disgusting all right everybody thank you for being here tune in tomorrow i will be live tomorrow uh rumble thank you youtube you're not here anymore but thank you locals thank you and i will see you in five seconds everyone else who's not coming over doesn't want to come over can't come over i will see you tomorrow and now we're going to locals supporters only vivabarneslaw.locals.com 10 bucks a month 100 bucks a year at the discounted rate if you get the whole thing you can do one month at a time uh but go for the whole shebang we're done peace peeps